do is I'm going to talk about the spirit of agitation. The spirit of agitation. Let's go to our uh, second Samuel 13 and 1. Agitation is, is dangerous. And there'll be a, some extensive reading today, more so than I normally do. What have you. Amen. I began to read. And it came to pass after this that Absalom, the son of David, had a fair sister whose name was Tamar. And Amnon, the son of David, loved her. Continue. And Amnon was so vexed, everybody say vexed, that he fell sick for his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin. And Amnon thought it hard for him to do anything to her. Continue. But Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shammah, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very subtle man. Continue. And he said unto him, why art thou being the king's son, lean from day to day? He made himself sick behind this thing. Wilt thou tell me? And Amnon said unto him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. One more, go ahead, one more. And Jonadab said unto him, lay thee, down by, lay thee down on the bed, on thy bed, and make thyself sick. And when thy father cometh to, to see thee, say unto him, I pray thee, let my sister Tamar come and give me meat and dress, and dress the meat in my sight that I may see it and eat it at her hand. Father God, we thank you and we bless you now in the name of Jesus. For your word, Lord God, we thank you for your word that it is already blessed. We thank you right now, Lord God, for your word that penetrates the heart. Lord God, we thank you and we bless you right now, Lord God, just for articulation. We thank you right now, Lord God, for demonstration concerning your word. We thank you that your word does not return void, Lord God. We thank you that it finds a seat in the heart of the hearer right now in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you and we bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now, we're going to start off with this. Okay, now, we're going to go back to 13 and 1. Okay. We can just rest it right there for a second. Amnon is the brother of Tamar, Tamar and Absalom, okay? All three of them are their siblings. They're brothers and sisters. And the Bible says Amnon loved his sister. That's a whole problem in itself right there. To the point that he was so vexed, everybody say vexed, that he fell sick for her. What does it mean to be vexed? I mean, he felt, he felt sick for her. I mean, he wouldn't eat all kind of stuff. He felt sick for her. Come on, anybody ever been there? Come on, I'm, I'm just I'm trying to reach you now. I'm going to reach you slow, but I'm going to get you. To the, point, to the point that he was so vexed that he felt sick for her. What does it mean to be vexed? To be vexed is to be mad, to be upset, to be irritated, to be agitated. Everybody say agitated. agitated. He wanted his sister so bad that he became mad, upset, and agitated that he could not have her. Amnon's desire left him vulnerable to the attack of agitation. His desire let him, left him vulnerable to that attack. Amnon had a desire that was perverted. Amnon had a desire that was twisted. It was a twisted desire, which means... 
and I, I spoke about it a little bit last week, and I'm going to speak about it a little bit today. But that, that actually, what he was operating in was actually something from Leviathan. Leviathan means twisted. He was influenced by a twisted spirit, a, a perverted spirit. Amnon had a desire that was twisted. Amnon had a desire that was distorted. After all, it was his sister. Come on, is that normal for you to want your sister? Come on, is that, is that per perverted? That's a perverted desire. Amnon had a desire that was corrupted. Am Amnon, Amnon's lust gave him a desire that was not God's desire for him. His lust left him distressed, irritated, and agitated. People of God, I need you to understand, agitation is a demon. It's not a feeling, it's a demon. It's under the authority of a high-ranking principality called Leviathan. They're in the same group. They run together. It's a principality called Leviathan that operates, controls the demon called uh, uh, agitated. It's under the authority of a high-ranking principality. But how many know we don't wrestle with flesh and blood? We wrestle against what? Principalities, powers and rulers and darkness. A agitation, rage, fury, turmoil and confusion run together under one umbrella. Under one umbrella. All right, I'm going to show you something. Go to, Luke, go to Luke 11. Go to Luke 11 and 24. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest. And finding none, he saith, I will return unto my house whence I came out. Go to number 25. And when he cometh, he findeth it is swept and garnished. Then he goeth and taketh him seven other spirits, more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Agitation is a point, man. I'm trying to give us some insight on how agitation operates. Agitation is a point, man. Anybody know what a point man is? A point man, see, you got to understand that we're dealing with, the enemy's, the enemy's uh, structure and hierarchy is just like that of the military. They got branches, structures. They got line, authority, lines of rank. Agitation is a point man. In other words, in the military, they, they have a group of people, but they have a point man. The point man is the first man to try to breach the door. The point man is the first man to breach the door. He breaches the door, makes sure it's clear. Come on. He said he makes sure it's swept and clean. He finds it swept and clean, then he brings seven more, right? Okay. So he make the, the point man makes sure that the, that the coast is clear for everyone else to come in so that they don't get hit. Agitation is a low-level demon. It's a point man. It's a point man, but man, it's, man, it's dangerous. Agitation is a point man. Agitation is what I call a, a, a foothold demon. It's a foothold demon. All it wants to do is just get, it squeeze its little foot in the dough. Because no, I don't care how hard you slam that dough. If I get my foot in that dough, no matter how hard you slam that door, you ain't going to close that door because my foot there. It, it's a point man. Everybody say it's a point man. If agitation makes it in, there's a high probability something of greater significance is coming in too. What did, what did the scripture say? 
Seven, they bring a demon seven times more wicked than itself. In other words, agitation ain't coming by itself. It always coming with somebody. It always coming with help. It always coming with extra additives. It's always coming to do a little bit more than that little, that little agitated feeling that you feel. I'm telling you now. Whole wars break out because of agitation. People get murdered every day because of ever agitation. People leave their spouse because they're agitated. People abuse their kids because they agitated. No rest, no peace, uneasy. Agitation. Go back to 13 and th- uh, 2 Samuel 13 and 3. Agitation, man. It's a dangerous demon. We're going to get him, we're going to run him out today. We're going to expose him, illuminate him, run him out. Okay. But Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shammah, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very subtle man. That should sound familiar. The serpent was subtle too, wasn't it? I'm going to show you just the order of how, of how agitation opened the door for all this stuff. And he said unto him, why art thou the son's king lean from day to day without, wilt thou tell me? And Amnon said unto him, I love Tamar, my sister, my, my brother's, uh, my brother Absalom's sister. Uh, go to number five. And Jonadab said unto him, lay thee down on thy bed and make thyself sick. And when thy father cometh to see thee, say unto him, I pray thee, let my sister Tamar come and give me meat and dress the meat in my sight that I may see it and eat it at her hand. Because, Am- because Amnon was vexed and agitated, he gave ear to a seducing spirit. A seducing spirit is not necessarily a lustful spirit. Let's get that straight. A seducing spirit is a spirit that will lead you into error. A seducing spirit is, is it is a misleading spirit. Now, this is supposed to be his friend. But the Bible says that he had, he had a friend, and his name was Jonadab, and he was a subtle man. Subtle means he was cunning. He was crafty. In Genesis 3, the serpent was cunning. He was crafty. Come on. He was cunning, and he was crafty. He gave ear to a misleading, because, agi- because he was so agitated, he gave ear to a seducing spirit that led him into error. And it came by way of his friend. I'm trying to help us today. Because some of us got some connections and we be, getting, we be getting advice at the wrong time from folk. You better be careful who you take advice from when you're agitated. You better be careful who you take advice from when you're confused. You better be ex- when you're anxious, you better be careful who you take advice from. When you're distracted, you better be careful who you take advice from. Come on, man. God puts us, man, we have, multi, we have the counselors of godly people. But we don't seek after that. We don't seek after that when we're confused. I'm, Gary, I'm, I'm thinking about making a big decision, one that could possibly alter my whole life. And I want to go and talk to somebody that ain't got nothing going on. Don't love God, anything. And I'm going to take their advice. Come on. Access the godly counsel that God has in our lives. So we can stop making uh, 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 moves and actions based on a seducing spirit. One that all it wanted to do was lead us astray. You know what, man? You know, that spirit, they people that is not connected to God right now because of that spirit. 
There's people that have completely walked away from their destiny because of that spirit, because of agitation. They got agitated. Damn, now I was led astray by a friend. Young folk. Come on, young folk, man, man, peer pressure. Man, the enemy knows that you're at an age where your hormones are fluctuating. He will add, and that's going to ask agitating. Man, the enemy will come in with, with a seducing spirit to try to get you to step outside of what you know not to do. Come on now. Even adults. Come on. Why you want to go and get some advice for, if you married? Why you want advice from somebody that ain't married? Come on. Why? What sense does it make? Come on. Don't make sense, man. Don't make sense to add. If, if I want to learn how to be a millionaire, why would I ask the man at the store with the brown paper bag in his hand? Why? It don't make sense. Agitation, agitation wants to alter the way you respond to situations. It wants to move you from obedience to a knee-jerk reaction that is disobedience. See, ag agitation, it, it wants to get you in your flesh so you can just make a knee-jerk reaction. You, you have, man, people commit murder and what they say, man, I don't know what happened. I blacked out. So remember, agitation is a point man. For, at some point, they got agitated, and he held the door wide open. Anger, come on. Murder, come on. Fear, come on. You know what I'm saying? And boom, and in, a, and in a split second, everything takes place. Just that quick, because of agitation. Go to Judges 16 and 6. And Delilah said to Samson, Tell me, I pray thee, wherein thy great strength lieth, and wherewith thou mightest be bound, bound to afflict thee. Number six, go to seven. I, mean, I know 16, 16 and 16. I'm sorry. Forgive me, Lord. And it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him that, the, that his soul was vexed. Everybody say agitated. Unto death. Go to the next one. That he told her all his heart and said unto her, there have not come a razor upon my head. I'm going to stop right there. Samson told his secret to Delilah because he was what? Agitated. Just because he was agitated. He was, he was, she wore him out with her mouth. All she did was kept asking him. Come on, we got to have a better defense than that. Come on, man. Elijah ran from Jezebel because he was agitated. She sent, a, she sent a message. He got scared and ran. He was agitated. Go to, go, to, go to Numbers 20 and 11. I'm just trying to show you what agitation does. 20 and 10, I'm sorry. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock, and he said unto them, Here now, ye rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? Go to the next one. And Moses lifted up his hand with his rod, and he smoked the rock twice, and water came out abundantly. We can stop right there. Moses was supposed to speak to the rock. He, smit, he smoked the rock because he was what? Agitated with the people. Man, he, he, he totally missed his promise. He disobeyed God because of his agitation. 
Moses was agitated with the people because of their complaints and rebellion, so he smoked the rock instead of spoke to the rock. Now go to Genesis 4 and 5. But, but unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth. Everybody say agitated. Everybody say vexed. And his countenance fell. Go, go ahead. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth, and why is thy countenance fallen? It do, it, it, if thou dost well, shall thou not be accepted, and if thou dost not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass, when they were in the field, Cain rose up against Abel and his, bro his brother, and did what? Slew him. Why? He was agitated. He killed his brother because of sheer agitation. Now, going back, going back to Jonadab for a second. Okay, so if you, if you continue to read that story, man, agitation gave way to a seducing spirit that caused him to lie to his father, act like he was sick, took his sister and raped her. Agitation. All of those different things came in because of agitation. The seducing spirit, rape, lying, and but guess how it ended for him? He was murdered. He himself was murdered. Agitation wants to get you to that end. Man, I'm talking to somebody right now. Man, somebody dying every day. I'm talking, and you sit, you sitting in here right now, but you die every day because you're agitated, frustrated, frustrated, overwhelmed, about to blow, about to explode, feel like the walls coming in. Man, that's a demon of agitation. That ain't just how you feel. How long you think you can keep going like that before you do pop the top? You understand what I'm saying? That's a demon. We need to recognize for what it is. I'm gonna go a step further. In order for us to be sober and vigilant, we can't be ignorant of Satan and his devices. We must stop allowing ourselves to be puppets for the demonic. Think it not strange that you feel some, some sort of initial relief after you get your lick back. After you tell them where you can go. After you raise your voice and raise your tone. Don't think it strange you feel some sort of initial relief. It's not, it's not you that feeling that relief. It's not you that feeling that relief. It's the demon that feels the relief. It's the, it, see, that demon rises up, cause, causes its characteristics to be acted out through your body, and then you, the one, you, you walk away feeling shame. You walk away embarrassed. You walk away upset about what you did. And the relief part, the, the demon goes back down. Until it's time to surface again. Until it's ready to act out again. It comes back up, manifests itself through your body again. And then the next thing you know, you, in other words, you get all the guilt, the demon get all the relief. That's how the demonic work, period. Not just with the spirit of agitation. You get all the guilt. You gonna suffer for that. Because guess what? And the reason why, man, it, it's, a, it's tormenting. It don't got a body. It ain't got no home. Man, people that are homeless, man, they... Man, they they ain't like necessarily nice like that. But I ain't got no way to live. Ain't nothing going right for me. You think, 
You understand what I'm saying? When he come up in here, man, I'm trying to run this house. I finally got some place I can stay. You walk away feeling a, you walk away feeling bad, ashamed, and embarrassed because of what you did. Satan employs the spirit of agitation to release aggravation with God, blessings with us. Now I'm gonna say that again. Satan employs the spirit of agitation to release aggravation toward what God blessed us with. Man, I might get in trouble right here. To whom much is given, much is required. You want to be married. Husbands loves your wife, love your wives. Wives submit to your husband. That's a requirement. To whom much is given, much is required. You can't get agitated with them and don't want to talk. Come on. Divorces start with agitation. Come on now. You got to be able to recognize that. Nip that in the bud. You want children? Be ready to, be ready to cater to all their needs. You want kids? Be ready, to, be ready to cater to all their needs. Be ready to drive them back and forth to the functions. Be ready to do everything that, they require you, that, that, that requires you for, for them to live. Do it. Drop them off to school. Buy all their school clothes. Buy all their school shoes. Feed them every day. Three times a day. And don't get agitated. That's a requirement. Is that what you want? God gave you what you wanted, ain't it? What's the problem? That's a requirement. To whom much is given, much is required. Can't be yelling at them kids because they asked for another cup of juice. No, I'm laughing, man, but God help us for real. That's real. That's real. And now, and now, you, you, your, your kid is, out, is, is outbursting at school because that's what you do to them at home. You fuss at them all the time. I know you had to work. I know you had to work all day. I know your boss been on your back all day. I know you, I know you skip lunch. You, 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 you know, you in a funk. And when you get home, you, you cook, you clean, you do all this other stuff. But guess what? All those are requirements to what you were given. We ain't got no, man, we ain't got no reason to be tripping about nothing. We got everything we need. We got everything we need. You wanted the job, you might have to get up at 5 a.m. You might have to swing 12-hour shifts. But that's the requirement. That's the requirement. You want to serve in ministry, you got to be ready to be inconvenienced. You got to be ready to call and come when you don't feel like it. Guess what? That's a requirement. You want the anointing. A cross come with that. That's the requirement. You want freedom. Guess what? A cross come with that. That's a requirement. All these are requirements. To whom much is given, much is what? So why are we tripping about what we got? We, we actually upset. We actually upset. We ain't upset. Okay, we like God giving, but we don't like the requirement. We want to be blessed, but we don't want no requirements. Come on, man. We got to grow up. To whom much is given, much is required. 
You, you are going to have to manage something. You're going to have to manage your time. You're going to have to manage your relationship with your spouse. You're going to have to manage your relationship with your kids. You're going to have to parent, parent your child like God parents you. God whoop you. Did God whoop your, whoop your behind every time you've done something? Not every time. No, he did not. Come on, we got to be selective. We got to be discerning. We low-key around here abusing our children. And, and like I said, you know, and we ain't doing nothing but, you know, making a cycle. They're going to do the same thing. You want freedom? Freedom come with a cross, man. We don't have a problem with, what, with what's given, but we're agitated with the requirement. We took ownership of the agitation, thinking it was just the way we feel. Not realizing it was Satan's attack to get us to resent the blessing of God. So, in all of our thanksgiving, if we're still operating in agitation, we are not thankful. If we still, if we got a problem doing what we got to do, we ain't thankful. Come on, man. That, that, man, that's what you asked God for. God gave you that. He blessed you. He's a good father. He wanted to give you a good gift. He gave you the marriage. He gave you the children. Come on now. We got to see that. We got to return agitation back to the to the sender. Agitation can't live in him, but we can. Come on, agitation can't live in Christ, but we can. Come on, our God is a consuming fire, and demons. Guess what? They don't like fire. They don't like fire. Agitation don't like fire. You know what I'm saying? When I lift up my God and I remain on fire, agitation ain't got no way in because I'm in a place of peace. When I'm in God, I'm at peace. It's like me being in this building. If I'm in, if I'm, okay, say I'm at, I'm at Walmart. Where you at? You call me on the phone. Where you at? I'm at Walmart. I'm inside of Walmart. If I'm, if, I, if I'm in Christ, I'm at peace. That's my location. Peace is my location. I'm at peace. I live there. I dwell there if I'm in Christ. Come on. And agitation don't got a chance because our God is a consuming fire. He ain't just running up to that door. He's going to get burned up. He ain't just running up to that door. Come on now. Excuse me. In him we live. Our livelihood is in him. In him we move. Our freedom is in him. In him we have our being. Our identity is in him. Those three things. That's the remedy. In him. That's the remedy. Man, agitation, agitation is dangerous. It's dangerous. It, it, it tries to affect every aspect of your life. It tries to influence every aspect of your life. But we can't, we can't allow it to do that any longer because we know what it is. It's not just a feeling. It is a demon. It is a demon. God wants to release peace, tranquility, calmness, and contentment. He wants you to be unshakable. That we receive the kingdom that what? Cannot be shaken. Come on. That is a characteristic of receiving a man. 
When I receive the king and his kingdom, I cannot be shaken. I cannot be moved. Agitation is another, another meaning for agitation is, is shaking back and forth. You're being agitated. So that's what I wanted, that's what I wanted to, 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 to kind of point out to us today. Agitation, man. We're going to get rid of him today. Everybody stand to your feet. Agitation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. If you're in this house today, and anything in this word touch your heart, you've been affected by agitation at any measure, and you didn't know what it was, meet us at this altar. We're going to pray for you. God wants his people 